Thanks for joining us, everyone, for season two of the Hospitality Hangout, a hospitality-focused podcast where the founders of Brandish Strategic share their insights and bring technology and innovation leaders that are making things happen in the industry we love. My name is Jimmy Frischling, otherwise known as the finance guy, and I'd like to introduce my friend and partner, Mr. Michael Schatzberg, also known as the restaurant guy. Thanks for that warm introduction, Jimmy. And to all those listening, feel free to call me Shatsy. Together, we are the personalities behind Branded Strategic Hospitality. We work at the intersection of hospitality, technology, innovation, and capital. I got to tell you, Shatsy, your voice has never sounded so soothing. I'm really enjoying it already. All right, listen, before we jump into today's episode, I want to let... working on it, Jimmy. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> I want to let all our listeners know at the end of this show, as we usually do, we're going to have a special invitation to share with our audience, and that'll be courtesy of our guest. We think you're going to like it, so we hope you uh, stick around to the end. Today, we are very excited to bring up a topic that we personally find to be one of the most important things a business can do to ensure sales, and that is loyalty. If loyalty is not the top of your tech stack. We hope after today's podcast, it certainly will be. And who better to learn more than that from other than our good friend and our partner, Ivan Matkovic, CEO and founder of Spengo. Uh, Ivan, I'm going to let you take it from here. Why don't you give us a little introduction on yourself and of course, Spengo. Thanks, Jimmy. Thanks, Shatsi. Spengo, we're a loyalty marketing company. We work with restaurants and retailers of all sizes. And to your point that it's really we found it to be super critical to add loyalty and retention marketing on top of both your online ordering channel and your on-premise dining. And thank you very much. Listen, we've been in this business, uh, we're as old as dirt, uh, but 25 years of owning and operating restaurants, and we know the importance of loyalty, and Shatsy will, will comment on that. Uh, we want to jump right in uh, to the Q&A, uh, and before Shatsy starts yelling at me let, me, let me bring him into this conversation so he doesn't accuse me of sucking, sucking the oxygen out of this. Uh, never, Jimmy. That never happens. Uh, it always happens. All right, Shatsy, you're on, baby. Let's kick it off. Well, first, I'd like to say, Yvonne, thank you. It's great having you. That was probably the quickest introduction and background we've ever ever had on anyone on the podcast. And I got to tell you, we appreciate that. I wish Jimmy would take a lead from you, what brevity means. Uh, no, all kidding aside. Uh, you know, when we talk about loyalty, I think back to the days, and I'll date myself a little bit, Jimmy, because you know I'm the old guy in the room, that I used to get pizzas delivered to the house and uh, and I cut the um, the box, had like a thing on it that it'd say, you know, collect five of these and you get a free pizza. I remember having a paper punch cards, looked like a business card. You went to a restaurant and they literally used a hole puncher and, you know, you punch 10 of them, you got a, a free something or other. I mean, that's how I remember loyalty. Um, Yvonne, those were all very effective marketing tools. It, it, it did the trick. We've come a long way. We've become a lot smarter. Technology is, is here. Can you give us some insight and, and, and tell us a little bit about Spengo and loyalty and the evolution of loyalty, how far we've come from the punch cards and the pizza boxes and, and to Spengo. Yeah, thanks, Shats. Um, yeah, we, we really look at it as more of a membership program. I think it's probably the best way to describe how things have evolved, right? And it's about creating exclusivity and personal relationships with these members, these people who have you know, committed their time to engaging with your brand. And that's really what technology has allowed us to enable, right? So, you know, the downside with those physical punch cards, it's 
it was the same for everyone. All customers were treated the exact same when the reality is. Yvonne, not to mention that everybody who had a whole puncher can just go home and punch a whole bunch and come back and get a free meal. <laughs> exactly, right? The, the smart operators, they, they'd change it up. They'd get like the star hole puncher to, to eliminate that fraud. <laughs> but but it, exactly. So, you know, what technology has allowed for is one, you know, obviously eliminating a lot of that fraud associated with the previous programs, but more importantly, Importantly, it's creating memberships and one-to-one relationships with each of the customers that you have. Very helpful. And uh, I can always count on Shatsy. If he's going to be a workaround or a way to cut the uh, cut the line, he's doing it. It's clear, uh, Yvonne. I gave you the one story about a sushi at a bar mitzvah, and that's all of a sudden I hear I do it all the time. That's my last memory, and now it's my thought every time you see a line at a, uh, at a bar, bar mitzvah, or a wedding, the sushi line, Shatsy's cutting. Uh, listen, it's clear that the customer experience is critical for the loyalty program's effectiveness. And when it comes to your loyalty platform, you often talk about the three most important and key performance indicators. I think this really crystallized it for me, and I love the way uh, you kind of reframed the loyalty program as a membership program. But can you lay out um, these three key performance indicators for the audience, please? Sure. So when you're comparing platforms, right, it's hard for an operator to generally tell them apart, right? Most can do double points. Most can do, you know, buy 10, get one free. So there's a lot of similarities there, but what we really focus on is, you know, what's that experience for the member? And are we really engaging them and giving you the widest megaphone possible to reach your members? Uh, and the three stats we focus on are signups. So that's pretty simple. How many people are you signing up? And on average, we see 10 to 12 times more people sign up for a Spengo powered program compared to a standard one. Um, the next stat that we really like to focus on is adoption rate. So what percentage of your sales are by these members? And on average, we see about 20% of sales by members in our programs. And our best customers are seeing as high as 80% of sales go through the loyalty program. Uh, you know, that's just huge numbers in terms of active engagement. And then the last stat we really focus on is the incentive redemption rate. So on average, 90% of rewards get redeemed on the Spangle platform. That's compared to an industry average of 40 to 60%. And I really like to focus on this one because historically people have said, oh, I don't want people to use the rewards. Well, you know, what does it say about your program if you're giving away free money to customers and they're turning you down on it? They're really not that loyal to you. Um, so if people are using the incentive, that means they're coming in more frequently. That means you're getting the visits and the sales that you're looking for. I love that. And thank you for clarifying and kind of articulating uh, the performance uh, indicators. You know, a hot topic at Branded, and it really it should be, you know, we, we are owners and operators. We are investors in tech and full disclosure. Uh, we partner with Spengo uh, as our uh, loyalty uh, provider um, and, and really enjoying uh, very much as a practitioner and excited about the, the company's future. But owning the customer is a criticality, and that's one of the reasons why we really embrace Spengo. Um, but, but too often customers get lost uh, to the DSPs, that's the delivery service platforms, typically the third-party ones, um, and it's really important that the operator has to understand that you know the, the importance of loyalty um, and that that obviously includes the online space as well uh, what measures has Spengo put in place uh, to really assist and be an ally of restaurants in building both the on and the off-premise ordering program 
So where we started with first was making sure we integrated with online ordering platforms. Um, that way, when you implement your own ordering portal, you can have loyalty incentives as part of it. Uh, we're you know, big believers in this solution, so much so that we actually, at the beginning of COVID, decided to give away our platform for anyone who was standing up online ordering for the first time for the rest of the year, 2020. Um, so, you know, we back that up in terms of how much we believe it's important for operators to, to launch loyalty with their online ordering solution. The math is so simple, right? I can pay a commission for third-party delivery platforms and marketplaces, or I can give customers an incentives to order direct from me. And, you know, a 5% reward compared to a 30% commission, uh, that the margin there is pretty simple. That's very helpful. Um, you know, I think it's really important for operators to understand that content always wins. In this case, the content is your brand. Your restaurant is the content. Yvonne, can you give us some examples of, of, of some case studies that you have done within Spengo uh, that you can share with us that has proven that loyalty works, that Spengo works? We can actually even talk about it generally. We, we found there's a couple formulas that, that work almost 100% of the time. Uh, rarely there's a silver bullet, but we always encourage brands to provide incentives that are enough to encourage a visit, but don't give away the entire visit. And an example of that is, you know, when we set up a reward, we typically say, okay, if your average check is about $15, maybe your reward should be no more than five or $8. Mm -hmm. And the benefit of that is you're earning rewards more frequently as a customer, right? Because I don't have to wait till, you know, a thousand points to get something. But if it's a small amount like that, maybe that encourages me to try a dessert or a side mm -hmm. or something that I wouldn't necessarily order previously. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, we always have like a rule of thumb. I always look at it the same way. I always say if if if. If I've got to give you, uh, you know, it's like 15 or 20% off is kind of like the benchmark. So at 20 bucks, if I'm giving you four bucks off, give me, you know, 20% off, I, I feel like that's okay, especially to, uh, for a loyal customer. I agree. Yeah. And the other thing is rarely am I going to eat more than I can eat in a meal, right? So, you know, you don't want to. You haven't had, you haven't dined with Jimmy, <laughs> have you? That was a softball throw to you, Shaft. I always feel you guys are cahoots on that one. But yes, I also resemble that remark. Yeah, we plan we plan that, Jimmy. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to talk about customer acquisitions. Um, Here's some stats, since I know uh, Shatsy uh, uh, loves loves when I bring math and numbers into uh, into the discussion. Seventy five percent of consumers say they favor companies that offer awards. Um, Increasing customer attention by just five percent boost profits by 25 to literally 95%. And finally, the probability of selling to an existing customer is 60 to 70% greater um, than, than, than trying to attract a new customer. When you hear these numbers, it's hard to believe that there are businesses that actually are not currently engaging in using loyalty programs, uh, especially when you continue to live through this category five storm that is COVID. So Yvonne, my question is, how does loyalty play uh, into this new era? Have you had to shift gears in light of the new dining habits that have come from the pandemic? And, and I know that, you know, in addition to pivoting to off-premise loyalty, you've also been doing a lot of integrations um, with the contactless market. Uh, so I know I just shared our, or dumped a lot on you, but can you kind of, uh, you know, share, you know, some insights with our audience on those topics? 
Yeah, I think for off-premise, you know, we were already uh, ahead of the curve with a lot of focus on off-premise even last year before we knew COVID was coming. Um, and, and that's just, you know, organically happening because of changing consumer preferences. Uh, but specifically, what we focused on post-COVID is how do we create a more contactless experience on-premise? And that includes things like order and pay at the table. We've integrated with a number of platforms that allow you to order, pay, but also engage in a loyalty program at your table without ever having to interact with a server. We've also focused on creating new in-store experiences like partnering with Apple and Google to drive NFC and contactless loyalty um, when you walk up to the cash register and pay. So both of those experiences have been a big focus of ours post-COVID. Thanks for that, Yvonne. That's, that's super helpful also. Um, so we, we've talked a lot about loyalty. I think we've become a lot smarter. Can you share uh, with our listeners some of the best tips and practices uh, for operators to do to set up rewards, a rewards program? Give us some, some highlights. What are some of the best rewards? What are some of the things that really attract people? Give us some tips and practices for someone who's never done loyalty outside of obviously immediately contacting you guys and signing up for Spengo, all <laughs> kidding aside. If you're not using Spend, you have to use somebody. I think that's the moral of the story here because loyalty is super important. What are the best tips for operators and what kind of reward should they be looking at? Sure. So uh, I've got three tips that, that I always you know, lead with when I, when I talk. Jimmy, grab a pen, (laughs) Jimmy, grab a pen. Uh, So, you know, the, the first tip is we always recommend staying away from giving, you know, a whole meal free. Like I mentioned earlier, you Mm -hmm. you want to always make it a partial reward that comes up more frequently. Cause as a restaurant, you're trying to drive frequency more often than you're trying to drive spend. And that's just kind of the nature of it, right? You, you can only eat so much. You're not going to eat more just because you have a reward. So that's one thing we always encourage people to do. The next piece we always say is, you know, uh, try to offer points as opposed to discounts because you're you're giving away something. Points are a lot more economical than 25% off. Mm-hmm. And from a customer perspective, they have the same perceived value most of the time. So that's one way to really save on the amount of discounting you're doing. Then the last piece we we always recommend to people is, you know, you spend a lot of time trying or a lot of money actually trying to get people to sign up in the first place with Facebook ads and Google ads. But -hmm. what's often overlooked is if you create an employee incentive program to sign people up, it's a lot cheaper than doing online advertising is what we found. So giving away movie tickets to stores that are performing really well, uh, well, at least pre-COVID. Now maybe you get some, you know, Amazon gift cards or something. Yeah, no, but, but it's, you, it'll, come, it'll come back. It's a good idea though. Yeah, but you actually spend a lot less money by having your team members engage than trying to acquire new customers over digital. Yeah, no, it's a great point. I remember, I, I mean, like, like you said, things have certainly changed now, but they certainly will get uh, back to some semblance of order uh, soon enough. I think uh, we always uh, encouraged our staff in our pre-shifts to to get as many signups. Uh, you know, again, this is the the old the old way of doing things with with loyalty. Get the email address for for loyalty, 
And, uh, you know, if you got more than five, we, we gave you something, you know, maybe it was a, a better, a better staff meal or a discount or something like that, but really getting your staff engaged, it really is a good point that they are sometimes they are not sometimes they are your best salespeople. And they, you know, so I totally agree with you on that one there. Yeah, before we jump to the next section, I just want to make clear that that last answer was uh, a full disclaimer uh, to us, particularly to our Facebook and Google uh, 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 partners and uh, and whatnot. That was uh, truly the uh, the sole opinion of Yvonne. Um, <laughs> we we certainly out. We're not trying. We're not trying to make enemies of the biggest technology companies in the world. Yvonne, next time, why don't you uh, why don't you piss on Amazon while you're at it? Granted, uh, <laughs> we had a business before uh, before we get through this podcast. No, full disclaimer: we do not support anything Yvonne has said today. <laughs> 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 now we act in all seriousness i love the community building uh that that both uh you yvonne and shaggy talked about uh certainly saves uh saves valuable dollars to the restaurants um and again i do think it is far more effective uh we're going to shift gears now and we're going to move on to what we call the crystal ball moment um this is actually a segment we um inadvertently or i dare say accidentally uh came up when we were doing a podcast uh with another friend of of branded and i guess we uh we put him on the spot um so we then decided rather than um uh fall into it we'll actually uh tell you right now yvonne we're gonna put you on the spot um uh, and we're gonna call it a crystal ball moment and we're gonna simply ask you how do you see restaurants and dining two years from now in relation to reviews uh technology and innovation so we're talking about restaurants dining experiences two years out in relation to reviews tech and innovation yeah so you know I think about kind of like what ATMs did for the banking sector, and you're going to see a lot more automation for, you know, generic tasks like ordering something where customers can really do it more themselves as opposed to relying on a server or a cashier to do that. Uh, that's really, I think, the biggest evolution we'll see, especially as it pertains to on-premise. Um, and what that might lead to is dramatic changes in form factor of the actual uh, locations themselves to be designed more towards, hey, you know, I'm going to self-order, self-pay, and really it's the purpose of the restaurant to, you know, cook the food and either deliver it to me at my table or deliver it to me at my home. Um, so we really, you know, project to see a lot of change around that. And probably more smaller locations if, if you know that that's kind of my gut there i don't really necessarily have too much to back that up but as there's more automation i think you're going to find the ability to have more locations because you don't need as many people to staff each location no that makes a, that makes a lot of sense i think you'll see smaller footprints i think the entire design uh, and construction of uh, of restaurants is going is it's been changing, and I think COVID has just really accelerated a lot of these changes. These are things that we've seen before. Jim and I, Jimmy and I have always talked about um, how back in the day when we first started, you know, a restaurant when you'd find a location, you'd get your architect and your designer, and it was really 70 percent seats, thirty percent back of house. How many seats can I get in here? And you kind of work with a pencil and paper backward from there. How many seats? Check average. Can I afford this rent? How much business am I going to do? I think clearly uh, off-prem has continued to grow and erode on-prem dining. I think that will continue to happen. Experiential dining is going to become more and more important. So everything you're saying makes a lot of sense. And of course, you know, automation. We've seen kiosks come in. 
Uh, people can order with their phones. Um, you know, you can pay with your phone. So you're, you're spot on with all those things there. Uh, Yvonne, let's go into the next segment. And this is our branded quick fire moment where, again, we're going to ask you five lightning round questions. Don't think too hard. Give me your first answer that comes to mind. Don't be nervous. Are you ready for the branded quick fire? Sounds good. Let's go for it. All right, Yvonne, what is your favorite movie? Favorite movie? Uh, Gone in 60 Seconds. Gone in 60 Seconds. Jimmy loves it, too. Where are you ordering delivery from tonight? Uh, tonight, I'll probably be ordering from uh, this restaurant called Greens here in San Francisco. They do a vegetarian and vegan food. My, my wife has limited the scope of what I can order recently. <laughs> oh, is that a diet? Is that a dietary issue or, uh, well, or something else? She's chosen proactively to that. We're, we're both on the same diet now. So normally it would be something else. <laughs> all right. All right. So you've heard it here. Yvonne is being converted to a, a vegan or vegetarian. No problem there. No problem there. Summer or winter? I'm winter all the way. Guy lives in California is winter. That's crazy. San Francisco, though. That's yeah, true. That's true. Yeah, true. He yeah. lived in Chicago. Lived in Chicago. He wouldn't say winter. He's you know he's in he's in San Fran. All right. All in right. Fran, our, our summers are winters. We we got the fog year round. We're always cold here. <laughs> when travel resumes, where's the first place you want to visit? Uh, I'm going to Croatia to visit family. I thought it'd be Chicago. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you were to challenge Jimmy or I to a game of risk. Who would you have better odds of beating? Oh, man. Uh, I, I'm, I'm leaning towards you, Shatsy. <laughs> Jimmy, it's never failed. It never, I am just a big idiot in the room, I guess. I, I must just come across the big idiot. Okay, not a problem. I don't think anyone has ever picked anyone has said they'll beat Jimmy. Jets, you were the New York Jets. 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 You were the New York, you were the 2020 New York Jets of this podcast. 2020 New York Jets? Jimmy, I think I'm the Jets since 1985. <laughs> Everyone's beating wow. on you, my friend. Thank you for that. You know, and I will say that risk is my game, but Jimmy will probably be better at it anyway. Okay. By the way, I was fully prepared for Yvonne to say uh, he'll take us down both and we can even work together. But I was prepared for him to say I'm, sp I'm spanking you both. Uh, no, it all serves as uh, Yvonne, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. And we appreciate you providing all your insights. You and the team at Spengo, uh, we value the hard work that you are, you guys are delivering and how you're supporting the hospitality industry, particularly at this most uh, you know challenging time. You know, as we said, Category 5 storm, but you guys are really uh, an ally to the industry. To our listeners, uh, at the top of the show, uh, we talked about how Yvonne was going to have a special offer. So for anyone who's tuned in, Spengo uh, is offering its marketing platform uh, for free, not only for the remainder of 2020 uh, for your online ordering channel, uh, but they will extend it uh, through Q1 exclusively for our podcast listeners. So wait, Jimmy, Jimmy, is that, is that a mistake? Are you sure about that offer? I'm telling you, that's the offer. And if I say it, we still have to confirm with Yvonne to make sure it's okay. Yvonne, is that okay? Yeah, I think I'm going to check with Yvonne on that. I don't think he said that was free through Q1. Through Q1. Yeah. 
We're on. Yvonne has <laughs> lost his mind. He's lost his mind, Jimmy. <laughs> oh, actually, uh, really, for restaurant operators, uh, if you don't have a loyalty program and platform, uh, clearly we're encouraging you to get one. And we are absolutely biased um, and recommending uh, you to connect with Spengo. And they certainly have given you uh, a great deal of incentive to do so. If you'd like to get in touch um, with Yvonne. Jimmy, I got to interject real quick because I know we yeah. didn't touch on this and I think it was really important. No joke. You know, the loyalty pr- platforms, it is it is super important. Everyone needs to have a platform. But I will say one of the things we found most attractive about Spengo from our operational standpoint was it's very low friction on integration. It doesn't need POS integration for it to work and get you set up in a week. He has a whole IP printer integration. I think it was really important to just mention that because it's really quick and easy to set up. Sorry, how to get that in there because I think that's important. No, oh, Shats, I, I I respect you, and I, I couldn't I couldn't stop you from jumping up even if I wanted to, my friend. You don't have um, the mute button anymore. <laughs> exactly. If you want to get in touch with uh, Yvonne and the team at Spengo, uh, we invite you to reach out actually to admin at brandedstrategic.com. Admin at brandedstrategic.com. We'd be happy to connect you, make the introduction, and help you take advantage of the offer that Yvonne was just uh, kind enough to make. Again, to our listeners, we thank you so much for spending time with us and tuning into the podcast. We know there are literally hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there. And the fact that you choose to hang out with us, again, we greatly appreciate it. Please join us next time as we welcome Alex Canner, the CEO of Ordermark. Jimmy, I don't know who's setting up our lineup, but I got to tell you, we are getting some A-list celebrity people on our podcast. Well, Shats, uh, spoiler alert, it's our partner, Julie. And I think she, you basically just said, let's get Julia raised because she's killing it on the lineup. So let's get that done. But yes, our, our lineup is great. Uh, Yvonne, and, and some of the folks we've had recently, we very much value um, you helping us out and, and bringing uh, all these insights to our listeners. Order Market's coming up next with Alex Kanner, and I'm sure you will not want to miss it. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out on the exciting guests we'll be having in the future. And better yet, uh, invite a friend uh, to join us the next time. So again, to Yvonne, uh, we want to thank you. And then I'm going to sign off by simply saying, this is Jimmy Frisching, your finance guy, and I'll pass it to my partner, Shati, to close us out. Thanks, Jimbo. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for listening to Hospitality Hangout. I am Shatsy, the restaurant guy. Really appreciate it. And we will catch you next time on the Hospitality Hangout. Cheers, everyone. 